The following program is a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program. Mindful of your health. Sponsored by Emergence Health Network. Hi everyone, I'm Noreen Hadamio with your EHN Mindful of Your Health podcast, where we take some time to really go in depth into conversations, topics related to your mental health. And we do so with the experts at EHN. And we're talking about such experts as Julie Terrell. She is one of the therapists with our school-based program at Emergence Health Network. So Julie, thank you for being with us. Yes, we're looking forward to spending the, the next 20 minutes or so with you talking about the importance of self-care. So September is Self-Care Awareness Month. So tell us why is this important and how is self-care related to mental health? So self-care is related to um, really everything, every everything holistic aspect of our lives and um, mind, body, spirit, okay. mental health is optimal. Got it. So we not we need to not only think about our physical health, because obviously self-care, we're talking about exercise and stuff, but you're saying that has an impact on our mental health as well. Most definitely, most definitely. Okay, so what are the consequences, if you will, or the downfall of not making self-care a priority? So with, with mental health aspects, um, if we don't practice, if we don't know how to recognize symptoms of anxiety, stress, fatigue, anger, um, okay. all of those elements, they can get worse. Okay. They worsen with time. And if we just ignore them, they don't go away. They create bigger problems. So they can affect us in a, in a mental health way, but also in a physiological way. Okay. So it is comparable so to speak to um you know if you if your knee hurts and you don't take it over time take care of it over time it, it could get worse so that's where the the self-care and part of that if i understanding you correctly is kind of being aware of what is happening to us physically and mentally yes. is that correct yes awareness is probably the biggest thing to help okay. us with knowing what our what we're feeling, okay. what we're thinking, and to be able to respond to that. Okay. So as I mentioned, if your knee hurts, right, we can definitely feel it. But what, can you give us examples of, of how we can uh, be aware of, like you said, when stress is becoming unhealthy or when anxiety is, is okay, this is feeling a little much. How, how can we, what do we need to be on the lookout for? Yeah. So if you're feeling like you're just off, or you're dysregulated in a way where your breathing is off and you've just had a super stressful day. Okay. And just knowing and being able to recognize how you're feeling, okay. what your thoughts are, and that you just need some time to, to have that moment with yourself to okay. be able to practice something that okay. makes you happy. Okay. or that can relieve your stress. Okay. Can you give us examples sure. of what we could do in that? Well, you, you mentioned right before we started this podcast, you're like, it's one of those days. 
right? So what can we do in that moment, in that time when it's just one of those days? Yeah. So when you're having one of those days, um, it can be practicing self-care can be as simple as taking a walk. Okay. Being able to use your five senses when you eat a meal. If you're going to, let's say your morning has been crazy and you feel like you just need to take a pause. Okay. And so you listen to, you know, those feelings and those thoughts and take a minute, eat your lunch, but eat your lunch with a presence that you're going to use all your senses. Okay. Smell. Use your Usually listen. we're sitting at our desk and we're just like, okay, right. what we're we got to do the next thing? <laughs> get it down, right? Right. But if you take a few minutes and just like slow it all down okay. and take in all the different aspects of that meal, the color, the texture, the the smells, the sounds in the air. Okay. Um, it sometimes helps you just kind of slow it all down and relieve that stress. Okay. And that is something that we could literally do from our desk at work. Definitely. Okay. So we don't necessarily have to go uh, go for a walk through the park and look at the butterflies. No. We could do that mindfulness wherever we wherever are. Wherever you are. However, if you have a minute to go walk through the park and listen to the birds and use your five senses, like... Is that the grass that I smell that was just cut? And okay. to be able to identify those things, it does slow you down. Okay. And it gives you some time to just kind of take it all in. Okay. So do we um, help with self-care? Sometimes, like you said, even smelling the grass just cut or maybe seeing that butterfly. Does that help without us even really consciously knowing that it helps? I mean, we make the effort when we need it, but even doing that on a regular basis. Well, I think it's important to do it on a regular basis. Also, um, because we know that, you know, all the evidence suggests that it does help us in every way. Got it. So it's important to do. Okay. Um, In self-care, is it different for adults than, let's say, children uh and what are those differences so i'm glad you asked that question because i think it's really important especially with me working with kids kids. um so the the biggest thing is teaching them the awareness okay teaching them to to be aware to know when they feel and when they feel off okay and to be able to recognize what symptoms they might be feeling in their body okay. to know that they need to take some time. It, it's a learned, it's a learned tool. Okay. So it's something that has to be practiced. But I mean, we as parents can tell when our children are dysregulated and right. when they need a moment, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't necessarily know that. And they don't necessarily know what to do either. Okay, so So, uh, I'm going to say when I was brought up, we weren't necessarily taught. I I don't think I ever heard about mindfulness and and the importance of self-care and and listening to yourself. You just kind of went along and did your thing. So we're learning about it now, or I am as an adult, but you're saying it is something that how we teach kids any other type of behavior, we need to teach them this as well. Absolutely. We need them to be... 
fully aware of what's going on with them, how they're feeling, where they're feeling it, okay, and to be able to identify it. And then give them some tools on how they can remedy them, how they can self-soothe, okay. how, how they can calm themselves down. And it can be something so simple. Okay, but, give us an example. Okay. So um, you can teach them, like, pretend like they have their bowl of soup in front of them. Okay. And it's their favorite soup. So they know what that smell is. Mm -hmm. So they hover over their soup with their hands and they smell it, take a moment and smell it. And then the soup is warm. So we have to blow. So we're gonna take that deep breath in and we're also gonna blow so we can cool that soup off so we can eat it. Okay, so, so it's those senses you were talking about. So it gives you a moment to kind of stop and and do something that takes your mind off of whatever has irritated you or annoyed you or dysregulated you. Is this what, uh, and I've heard different terminology, but are, are these also considered coping skills? Yes. Okay. Coping skills, self-care, all of them are interchangeable depending on what what you need and where you are. It doesn't have to cost yeah, anything. That's free, right? To right? to take in and visualize your soup and the smell and the, the feel, the, the heat. That mm -hmm. doesn't cost a penny. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, sometimes, you know, you can have two minutes where you just have a dance party with your children. Oh, okay, and, I like and that. And laugh with them and do something silly. And okay. sometimes it can be something so easy as taking a bubble bath okay and letting them enjoy the bubble bath and just nice okay taking a moment and how do you start that conversation with kids and I like this because with it, it, it's with kids sometimes you assume that even them by watching you or being with you that they're learning certain things but you know it's not always that um that easy. You really do have to stop to have those conversations with them. So how do we start that conversation and letting them know, hey, it's okay. You want to take time to check in on yourself. Yeah. I think that's really important because, you know, before when I was growing up, mm -hmm. we didn't talk about feelings and emotions so much. And we weren't, we didn't have the awareness that we have now. And we were told, you know, there's appropriate times to do this or that, you right. know, you can't have a, you know, a crying fit right now. It's right. not the right yeah. place. Suck it up and right. we'll deal with it later right. or something like that. But yeah. being able to um, have those calm conversations and having them explain to you what's going on in a calm way and to tell us where they're feeling their emotion and how they're feeling it okay. and to be able to to just have those conversations, that in itself is a calming attribute. Okay. And I've heard you say more than once, have them recognize how they're feeling and where they're feeling it. What do you mean yes. by where they're feeling it? It's really important to be able to identify where in your body are you feeling that. Okay. So let's say, for example, they're having anxiety or they're feeling like they're overwhelmed because they had a test today and they don't know how they did. Okay. Okay. So 
So where are you feeling it in your body? And they usually tell you in the chest or they tell you in my neck or in my head. It just feels like okay. you know, pressure. So with that, you know that, okay, so let's alleviate that. And then at the end of whatever it is, the activity calming or, you know, self-care where you take that minute. Right. And um, you still feel it right there. Okay. Because then you know if it's been effective or not. Okay. And sometimes you need to change it up. Some days the bubble bath might work. Some days you might not be home to do a bubble bath. Right. So you have to try something else. Okay. And um, we've had enough conversations here where we've talked about the importance of breathing. Whether you are, and that seems like a no-brainer, right? Well, breathe. But really there's, there's breathing, right, that we do without thinking. But there's mindful this breathing and that makes a big difference and that's another thing that doesn't cost a penny and you can do whether you're an adult or you're in a child or you could do it together um, but what are some of those breathing exercises and, and why is that important yeah so there's all kinds of breathing exercises but I think that um, I just gave you one a minute ago with the soup because yes. you're inhaling I'm talking while I'm showing, yeah. but you're inhaling and then you're taking a minute to like, you're not going to blow all your air out at once if you have a hot bowl of soup in front of you. So you're right. going to take that time and blow Slow. it out slowly. Even if you're holding a spoon, right. you don't want to blow it off your spoon. Right. So you want to, you want to practice those techniques and be able to to do it in a slow fashion so that it's effective. Okay, I and love that because as you're describing that, I can like actually visualize, visualize it. <laughs> yes. Okay, I like that. Um, let's talk about, you know, obviously we're talking about where uh, those are some things you could do uh, anytime, but what should we be doing or are there any things that we should be doing that are on a regular basis? Like maybe a routine, like a morning routine when you first get up or whatever throughout yes. the day at lunchtime, take time to do A. Is there things we should be doing mm -hmm. on a regular basis? Well, yes, I think it's really important. So self-care can involve every aspect of our lives. But um, it's important to practice, you know, your basic hygiene skills. Okay. That's a self-care. Okay. And um, our sleep hygiene you know, keeping regular sleep hours is really important. Yes. Children really need to get that sleep in. Okay. Because that's when our brain recycles all the hormones in it that help us to, to stay happy. Okay. So um, sleep, mm. sleep, and then, of course, we want to eat a healthy diet okay. that has lean protein. Right. Those those are very um, important, regular important. activities. Yes. Okay. And exercise. I tell the kids all the time, like, I know you hear it from everyone, you mm -hmm. know, your doctors, everybody tells you, you know, eat, sleep, stay hydrated. Yes. But all of that can be incorporated into a self-care. Okay. And if we think of it that way, that it's just part of our self-care, and if we recognize the importance of self-care... Then, then that's a good thing. Any suggestion that uh, for the adults out there, even kids, because they're at school, you know, several hours a day. Can Is there something they could do um, maybe around lunchtime or maybe like during a class when they're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this real quick. Right. Stretching or I don't know. What is it? You mentioned earlier um, 
that you could visualize it. Yes. Visualization is a great tool as well. So um, while they might not be able to get up out of their seat, mm -hmm. some teachers allow it, some people will not. Okay. So um, if they can visualize, you know, just take a minute and close their eyes okay. and just, you know, kind of refresh, restart, and, like and you're that. going again. Visualize that happy place. I've heard that Most too. Definitely. We do it a yeah. happy place, yes. calm, safe place. Yeah, well, you know, you, you really don't take time to do that before. And I'm saying as an adult, when you're working, you have a busy day and you're like, okay, I got to get this done. You look at the clock. Okay, it's this time. I got to get it done. And then before you know it, it's five o'clock and you're like, I didn't get everything done. But you didn't, I didn't take the time to say, you know what? Let's visualize a happy place real quick. So you really do have to get in that mindset of I'm going to make time for myself. For sure. Okay. It's really important, especially when you feel a little dysregulated with a little too much emotion mm -hmm. or a little too much stress or, you know, you just need to take to be able to recognize it and to take the time out. Okay. On a final note, is there anything that we missed? Uh, and I know we had some, you know, I had several questions, but we, we got on some really good topics there. Uh, but is there anything that we missed or any message that you want to make sure that we, we get across when it comes to self-care. And again, I mentioned September is Self-Care Awareness Month, but this is stuff that should be done every month of the year. Yes. I think that it's just something that, I think my go-to is having that awareness because the more we are aware, the more we know what we need. Okay. And really having those conversations, what I'm taking away from you. My, my kids are teenagers now and, and a young adult. Uh, and I don't think I've ever, I mean, we have good conversations, but we never talked about self-care. And I think I'm going to go home today and we're going to talk about, you know, let's let's talk about some of these things that we could do on a regular basis. Because really, we need to to make sure that, that they're doing the same thing. I think that's Healthy good. habits? Yes. Okay. Well, Julie, thank you so very much. I really do appreciate it. Um, and I could stay talking to you for another hour or so <laughs> on the importance of all this. But we appreciate the helpful tips that you gave. Uh, so if you walk by my desk and you see me smelling my, yes. my so bowl of soup, you're yes. going to know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. And thank you guys for being with us for this mindful of your health discussion. Um, again, all related to improving your mental well-being because we want to do the, the whole self. Um, and we'll join you for the next one. We'll see you then. We are Emergence Health Network, caring for our community for more than 55 years. Our mental health professionals provide trauma-informed care through our 24-hour crisis services, children and adult outpatient clinics, substance use treatment programs, assistance for our military, and programs to help individuals with developmental disabilities. Through community collaborations, we have also worked to expand behavioral health access in our schools and on our streets. At EHN, we are committed to your mental well-being. This is us working for you. Thank you for letting us be mindful of your health. Brought to you by Emergence Health Network. We'll see you next time. The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program.